Thanks for taking the time to listen to this NHS Employers podcast. For all the latest NHS HR workforce information, visit www.nhsemployers.org. Welcome to the NHS Employers Virtual Board podcast series. In this episode, you will hear from Amanda Oates, who is Director of Workforce at Mersey Care NHS Trust. Amanda, could you start by telling us a bit about yourself and your background? Hi, yes. Um, I joined the health service about 16 years ago now, and I've worked in a number of organisations, community specialist and acute, and now ultimately in, in a mental health trust. And I think what I will say is throughout my career, and as I've got more experienced um, in the NHS, I've really seen that focus on um, health and well-being, and that's not just physical health, but mental health, health. Um, has a real positive impact on our staff in terms of their motivation uh, and satisfaction levels. What does health and wellbeing mean to you in your organisation and what impact has this had so far? I think for me health and wellbeing is absolutely critical because if we focus on the health and wellbeing of our staff um, who are delivering frontline health and well-being to our patients. So I think our staff need to lead by example, really, and be pioneers of excellence for health and well-being. So that means supporting our staff in their health and well-being choices because they are also clients of the NHS. So I think for me personally, I think working in the NHS as, as a health organisation, there should be a, a clear focus from our leaders and from the NHS and what makes a healthy employee. Because if we keep our staff healthy in mind and in body within the workplace, that definitely does show a direct correlation into the delivery of our patient care and also the patient the patient's experiences. Because obviously speaking, seeing a happy, healthy member of staff delivering that care to you is far is far uh, more meaningful. And actually, you can take on board their recommendations in the fullest of sense because they're living um, and preaching what they what what they're doing and the lives they follow themselves so I really think it is important that good health is demonstrated um, not just in words but the actions that we take so personally um, I'm not saying I am never have a bar of chocolate or I'm never unhealthy but I certainly try to focus on my own health and well-being through taking regular exercise by um, you know trying to drink lots of water and obviously taking um, time out for my own mental health being and relaxing with families and friends like you would want everybody to be able to do. How do we engage every level of the NHS workforce with health and well-being? I think that's a difficult question really because I think um, it really is about how individuals um, work and how individuals focus and concentrate on their own health and well-being because we know um, we know in the NHS better than anyone telling somebody they're at um, risk of having uh, another heart attack if they've had a heart attack um, uh, who's possibly a smoker um, you know to focus on you know um, packing in smoking, reducing uh, the fat in the diet, taking up more regular exercise. We know actually even with our patients are told something in a life and death sense that it doesn't actually always change their approach um, to how they conduct their life. So really for me it's about listening and talking to our staff but actually making uh, information accessible 
and information simple um, and creating a bit of fun in some of those doing so hopefully creating opportunities for the coming together of of having a fun activity which will also concentrate on improving people's health um, as well as the more if you like serious serious ways that we can we can tackle um, tackle illnesses within the workplace so it's also about you know using every communication source that's accessible to us so you know making sure um, the board is on, 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 on board with the support that it gives our workforce and that focus on health and well-being and that may be some funding attached um, to that but actually having lots of different opportunities through lots of different sources um, and in lots of different forums re-communicating the message and the focus about about why health and well-being is important to our staff because ultimately it's important to the patients as well. As you are new to your trust what are the three things you would like to implement first? Well I think our trust as a mental health provider what we're looking to do as a, as a strategic intent is actually pursue something we call perfect care for our patients and that's pursuing perfection because why wouldn't we want to pursue perfection but in line with that thinking we've also got to think about how we pursue perfect care for our staff and what that actually means to our staff who work for this organisation and I think we're doing that in a number of ways. We've engaged with our staff, so linking into your previous question through um, a Your Voice, Your Change programme, which is really part of lots of mega conversations we've had with our staff. And one of the key bits that's come out through that engagement is about having um, values and behaviours that are really critical to the organisation. So not just in terms of describing what it what a value-based organization it is but how that would be um, implemented in terms of behaviors and how that would be measured in terms of performance outcomes and this is really important for our staff in terms of we know how we should behave to one another respect one another through the behaviors in which we demonstrate because we believe in behaving in an appropriate manner in accordance with our values actually reinforces mental health as well as physical well-being of not only our staff but also our patients so really one of the key drivers that we're doing within the organization now is refreshing our values and translating them to meaningful behaviors and we're doing that through conversations with our staff as well as our um, service users and to really create a a spirit of uh, positivity within the workplace through all matters and we do believe that will have a positive effect on health and well-being so that's one train of work that will come to conclusion in March of this year when we'll roll out with a new values and behaviours supporting programme from April and we'll we'll assimilate into that appraisal our appraisal processes our recruitment pathways and such like so if you like that's a real character character approach in terms of improving that in a positive way one of the things that I found since I've come to this organisation is some excellent examples of health and well-being initiatives. We're across 33 sites, so it's not as easy to run one programme and invite everybody along. So we're, if you like, we're challenged by the diverse nature, the great geographical spread for tackling this with our workforce. But there's some excellent examples in pockets. 
So one of the key things for me is about bringing strategic intent to our health and wellbeing focus by drawing together a strategy and a plan that touches and connects everything together so we've got a more consistent approach that's accessible to more people rather than if I just work in this geographical area or work in this particular division. So we're drawing that together now and actually making health and wellbeing embedded within the governance frameworks of our new, of our divisions. So rather than creating separate and isolated work streams that it's a core part of business so that's again something that we're working on and will be part of our revised people strategy as well and I think lastly I think the other one thing that I'm quite keen to do is do something that's quite um, simple and accessible and you know getting a grip with technology is one thing that we would like to launch within Merseycare is a, a Merseycare wellbeing app that's accessible for everybody. So really putting a, a number of resources on that app that make information for those that want it, it's accessible and it's on tap and it's quick and it's easy and it's simple, but also giving um, a number of tools and techniques to support um, our staff who are going through challenging times through you know changes um, that rather than think I've got nowhere else to turn as well we've got all the normal resources that you would expect an NHS organisation to provide but actually trying to think of some simple things that are accessible to everybody everywhere obviously who has a, has a mobile phone with the ability to do those, have those apps on there but again it's about creating simple solutions that make it accessible to the majority um, and so there's some simple wins like that we want to look at as well.